This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Welcome, welcome everybody. Sorry for the late episode this week. We just, uh, too much craziness going on, Skylar. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. I'm Skylar Sokol. Yeah, we were just very busy, so we're going to record this and release it one day late, but that's okay because it's going to be a really good episode to make up for it, right? Super good. Uh, Mostly because it's going to involve a lot of your guys's goodness um right so this episode a couple weeks ago we promised you there would be a part two skill-based matchmaking we lied and then did a valorant episode but now we are telling the truth again uh this week we are going to tackle skill-based matchmaking it through the lens of your guys's feedback so a couple weeks ago when we released the first part we had a couple of pieces of content on instagram uh that you guys responded to we asked you some questions in the discord server some of you uh, talk to us there. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go through it. Um, I think right. I think that the, an interesting place to start that we talked about uh, a nice chunk in the first part was whether unranked game modes should have skill-based matchmaking. Okay. Right? Um, so we, we put out a piece of content saying, well, should skill-based matchmaking be used in unranked game modes? Um, many high-level players don't like having to try hard in casual modes, and uh, I actually reached out to Josh Minky from 343 Industries on Twitter, and he's a super cool guy, and replied. Um, last, in part one, I referenced a metric that I thought I had heard from him that um, a, a sizable amount of players stop playing if um, you know they lose a lot or something like that. And, and he, he replied, and he says, I don't remember giving a metric out so precise because I asked him what that metric was, if he could remember or point me in the right direction. But he goes on to say... But games definitely retain more new players if they can at least get kills in their first couple of matches. So, you know, he's a Halo dev, so referencing like a shooter, but, you know, some level of success. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, He says, he goes on also to say, bad team balance leads to quitting, which is annoying. Yes. But no kills leads to leaving the game entirely. Interesting. Okay, so that's really, that's a really interesting statement that it's not... Well, and I mean, that sort of feeds into matchmaking, right? Because if the matchmaking is bad enough, it is possible that a player may get no kills in their games. But for most of these games, Valorant, Halo, Fortnite, whatever, you're probably going to get a kill eventually, like in your first game or two, you would think. Like generally, Fortnite, maybe not always, but definitely in like the Valorants and Halos, you should be getting a kill. Yeah, I'll say that like in Halo 5... Um there was a lot of talk when Halo first release, uh, Halo Five first release, that it felt too sweaty, and um, a lot of casual players were honestly struggling to uh, perform. Let's say, like get kills uh, easily if they didn't have access to some of the uh, more powerful, like automatic weapons that Halo okay. Five had. Yeah. Um, so at least Halo Five, in particular, was a little different. But um, I think. But anyway, yeah, I agree with you that in a lot of these other games. Well, um, I, I'm, but I mean, even in ALO five, these players were still getting kills. It's just they're not performing like super well. Yeah, in Halo five, I'll tell you, if you 
get matched poorly, you could very easily not get a kill, right? Also, because the, the the I think maybe this is what you were alluding to just a second ago, but this not getting a kill or just not achieving some level of success success touches on other elements outside of just skill based matchmaking, right? Like, yeah, in it's the more case about Halo, design than it is about matchmaking, right? Like in Halo Five, uh, to finish that thought, like the the weapon sandbox um, is way less handholdy compared to other Halos, and so um, that was another reason that a a very maybe a lower skilled casual player would potentially struggle. So, um, right, but once again, right, used. we're talking about not struggling, right? Because that he's it, Josh Josh Mankey specifically said that losing does not cause them to leave the game entirely. It's not getting kills that does. And I would say losing is what happens when people struggle. But, like, I would be, I feel like you would be hard-pressed to find me, like, two games in a row where a player got zero kills. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I would I, be, it'd be interesting to to get some, some data. But just to say, like, that's... Uh, the matchmaking does support it, right, to an extent. Um, sure. If you get if you, if uh, if the if the range is too wide, I mean, I um. It, so in Halo Five, there's a playlist called Quick Play that's designed to get players into games quickly, and they have uh, communicated that in that particular playlist, the matchmaking algorithm will prioritize speed over you know the closeness yep. of skill. So, um. You do get games. I do get games where we virtually shut down the other team. You see most of the other team um, go, you know, get, have a high of like six kills. But they still have so kills, Halo, right? They, it, so that's what I was going to say. They yep. still have kills, yep. um, a low level, but uh, they still get some. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if honestly getting whooped like 50 to 19, <laughs> how many times you can do that. Without, but anyway, this this I think spills into some feedback that people had on this. Okay. Um, interestingly, because uh, there was a range of opinions on this, we got a lot of a lot of comments. Um, a lot of people agreed that yes, skill based matchmaking should be in all kinds of modes. Some uh, you know Patrick dot zero four on uh, Instagram saying because. In his opinion, it makes the game more fair for everyone. Uh, uh, baked Chinese food on Instagram saying, if you don't want skill-based matchmaking, then go play on Sydney's servers. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. I guess that's, uh, there's not very large player bases on Australian servers. So even with skill-based <laughs> matchmaking, you still get really imbalanced matches, I'm assuming is what that means. <laughs> baked Chinese food with super insightful uh commentary there yes um and that's true that's a huge issue with skill-based matchmaking right like the way the only way skill-based matchmaking actually works is if you have a large enough player base to have a healthy distribution amongst all the skill levels otherwise especially the people at the extreme ends at the extreme low and the extreme high are going to have still have really bad matches generally just because their their um their bracket isn't full enough right um to be or not toby with arguably like the best follower name we have on instagram uh, replied <laughs> saying i was playing dead by deadlight last night dead replied, by daylight my re- dead by daylight sorry my what did i say dad by daylight dead by deadlight <laughs> i think is what you oh, said okay. <laughs> uh he says my rank is 20 the lowest rank possible in the game 
And for some reason, the game decided to throw me into a match with rank three players, so considerably higher. Um, He said, I wonder how often in games that happens and they end up losing people due to low-skilled players, low-skilled players getting mixed with competitive players. So... Yeah, yeah, so there's we a few reasons saying, that that might happen, right? The one being the player base thing I just discussed, but it could also be that they did a poor job of balancing matchmaking such that when high-ranked players queue with extremely low-ranked players, that could just throw him into a match where his team has a few high-ranked players and he's the low-ranked player on his team. And honestly, those situations are always bad for the low-ranked players. Um, that's why games like Valorant are implemented like you can only be two ranks away from your friends to queue with them, but that also introduces other issues of just not being able to play with your friends. Um, in fact, there's a hilarious thing that someone posted the other day about Valorant, which was that they're like, okay, so I am this rank and I can't queue with my iron, which is the lowest rank friends. Cause I'm silver or gold, but they still had games where iron players were matched onto their team, but they can't queue with iron ranked players. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big oversight. If that's a thing that their system is going to continue to allow, you know, I wonder also though, just on that point. In Halo 5, as it was going on, there would be instances where people would message, like straight up message Josh Mankey on Twitter and be like, they'd post a snapshot of their game and be like, hey, how come I'm getting queued up? Like, let's say they're platinum, they would get queued up with like a high diamond. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of times uh, there were instances where, you know, Josh literally would go into the matchmaking data, grab information game. about the, yeah. Um, yeah, he literally looks at That's the game. Awesome. It's called, you get Mankeyed. Um, and he said that that in, in many of these situations, that player's rank is basically in the process of getting corrected. Like that their hidden MMR is extremely high, even though they're a visible MMR is low. Yeah. And vice versa. You'd have a player in diamond whose hidden MMR is really approaching like mid plat, right? Right, Like because of a couple of series of things. Now these are the problems with skill-based matchmaking algorithms actually, right? Is if your hidden MMR can get too far away from your, um, from your actual MMR, it can cause a lot of like disgruntled feelings in players. Like I've had that happen to myself before for sure. Yep. Well, and like these people, right. They, they go onto Twitter to to ping him for that very reason. Right. Like what the heck, why am I being placed against? It's unfair. That's what people think. Right. It's unfair. I'm losing, and it's unfair. Yeah, it's um, interesting. It's interesting, too, because most of these systems never show you your, like, hidden MMR, your volatility rate, like, any of the actual underlying statistics besides your just your straight-up rank. I'd be really curious to see those statistics in a lot of these systems, but I imagine I, I imagine people are trying to keep their algorithms under wraps. I'm not sure why they don't show it. Maybe just because most players don't care. But I would be super interested to have access to those stats in the ranked games I play. Yeah, well, and interestingly, on that note, again with uh, Halo Five, they mod- they switched to so they were using the True Skill algorithm, which I do believe there are actually white papers out that Menke and uh, other Microsoft people wrote. Uh-huh. Um, in case people are out there interested, and they pivoted, they switched over to True Skill Two, the new iteration. Okay. Um, and one of I think the side effects we were like we were just talking about is like it can it gets your hidden MMR and your um, visible MMR, if you will, uh, up to in sync much faster. Right, it adjusts you faster. Uh, now, the problem with adjusting faster is that it's possible for your rank to stagnate then, and it can be difficult to then climb ranks once you're, the system is relatively sure about your skill level. Right, yeah. So I wonder how they deal yeah. with that. I, I assume at some point it just has to be some RNG element that's just like, all right, 
we're going to let this game count a little more or something like that. You know, you have like with these super rigid systems, the only way to like um, to shake them up when they get too stagnant or they're too wide is, I think, with randomness, honestly, which is very interesting. I want to say they've talked. Josh has uh, talked about that before. Again, it'll maybe be something we talk about in the future when I can I can track it down. But I, I think that essentially there are those variants, and 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 at least in Halo, the way that's sort of adjusted for is you could see the amount. So at, in the post post match screen in Halo Five, you see the amount you went up and down, kind of like you know other like I'm thinking Rocket League when Rocket <laughs> Rocket League when you have Bacchus mod, you can well, see that's that not in implemented into the game though, but. Yes. No, it's but not. So in some games, you get to see your actual rank number, yes, or your mat and, your rating. Yeah, and you can kind of you know you'll see okay this time you'll see variants in the in the in the in the, your play who you're getting placed against and how your results in those matches affect. Like it, yeah. the game will like maybe what you're saying with that randomness uh, place units in some tougher matches, you lose, okay, it doesn't negate you as much. But I right? see because... instances in Rocket League all the time where I disagree completely with how the point loss was calculated based on the ranks of the players. Granted, I can't see people's hidden MMRs, but even still, you shouldn't be adjusting people's opponents based on those players' hidden MMRs. Yeah. It's very complicated. Like, especially because... Having a perfect skill-based matchmaking algorithm is probably is only good for the fifty percent of your player base that is doing well, right? That is winning the matches. So right. it's interesting because you don't want to discourage players who are losing, but you also want to make the system fair, and you also want to encourage people to keep playing and winning. So like, it's really complicated because I don't think because psychologically, right? Like people all say they want a super fair system, but at the same time. You want to feel like you're getting better, right? And yeah, so it's compli- I don't know how to accomplish that necessarily with these systems. Like, even if the math is sound, that doesn't necessarily mean the players will be happy. Right. Uh, you meant you were talking about people playing with friends, and you were giving the example of Valorant. Um, in that last reply from Two B or not Toby, he uh, he. I, I we asked him how did that experience where he was a low ranked dead by daylight player and he got his butt kicked by higher level players right uh, how did that experience last night influence your desire to keep playing both last night when you played and you know if you think when you think about wanting to play in the future and he replied I'm not a huge fan of the game in the first place but the and the only reason I was playing was because I was playing with friends oh. um so overall, I don't mind or care it happened because it's playing with friends. But if it was a different game, I'd probably care a lot. Uh, I'd probably care though. So um, just to say, maybe this uh, this issue of queuing with friends um, is a is a tough one that we discussed last time on the on in part one about how to handle that. If those like if you should have be limited in range when you queue up, right? Um, which some games do, but. Anyway, so that was from to be or not Toby. Very good. Um, Squid.max, who last time in part one told us about how Fortnite had introduced skill-based matchmaking and felt like that had been much worse for Fortnite, um, was talking that gave us feedback on this post saying he, I personally believe for average skill, it should be random matchmaking. So if there was some notion of like average middle of the road, middle of the way, like, uh, skill 
level that they should be placed in random matchmaking. It's interesting to make a statement that says average skill players should have uh, random matchmaking because to determine the skill level of a player, you need skill-based matchmaking. So does that mean you're going to throw players into skill-based matchmaking for like placement matches and then if they're average skill, they'll have random matchmaking from now on? Right. Like, yeah, it's very. I, I think that that's a bit of a like conflicting statement. I'd be curious what they would say in response to that. Yeah, I mean, you could, if you threw just a bunch of players into a match and saw the result. I mean, there's a little bit of skill based deduction that can be done, um, right? Based off of the the everybody getting thrown into a match, how people perform in those matches, but from a single match, no, I don't think no, so. not a single match, but like if you have a series of matches, you from like to, ten, right, or more, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree, I, and again, this is framed from the perspective of what should happen in casual modes, um, right, 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 and well, but see, yeah, so I, so we replied and said, interesting. How would you solve the problem for low level players? Okay, so even if there was a notion of average, somehow that was deduced for the low-level people who could get or who are getting placed with people better than them, right? Um, how would you solve that? And uh, Squid mentioned he he replied with, "I'd put them together until their stats are similar to the average player." So basically, they're together in their own space, and a few people replied with something similar to that, or maybe having a playlist that is restricted to people of MMR something or lower. Um, yeah, this notion. But then you hit smurfing issues, right? So yeah, we'll we'll touch on smurfing because we had a lot of feedback on that too. But yes, smurfing issues is one. Um, but uh, in addition to that, how do you? You have to eventually start this notion of like if they're low level skilled players, and eventually they'll bump themselves up to the skill level of an average player, um, right? For, to be able to deduce that there's an amount of, um, you know, you're starting to get placed with better players going on, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, having these, like, noob playlists, quote-unquote, are is an interesting concept for sure. And Rainbow Six Siege does this. You can't... First, when you're under a specific level, you have to play in the noob playlist. And then once you get over that level, you can play a normal unranked and then once you get over another experience level, you can play in ranked. Interesting. And what do you think of that? And I think it works quite well, um, except for the smurfing problem. But they're trying really hard to like crack down on smurfs. Um, you have to have two-factor authentication enabled on your Uplay account in order to play ranked. So that like sort of helps, you know. Yep. But yeah. Yep. So yeah, outside of so outside of smurfs, maybe. Maybe it's an option if, if there's a way of stopping the Smurfs. Yeah, you have to crack down Smurfs well, and then maybe that would work. But you don't want those playlists to be something people can queue forever. You want them to get to a specific level where then they're only allowed to queue in the normal playlist. Right. Well, you would hope, right, that that's the case. Yeah. Um, like, I bet you, like, I have to be honest, right? Like, if Riot didn't say something about putting skill-based matchmaking in unranked matches, I guarantee you, very like, basically no one would have noticed. Like, no one would have had any idea. It's super confirmation bias to, like, have that realization. Yeah. And, you know, people, as we've talked about before, are always looking for an excuse to why they're bad that's not themselves, and so that's their, like, one they can use now. Yeah. Um... So we had a response from Derek and Louisa. 
that is their okay. uh, handle, a friend of mine. They replied, what would be funny is if a high-level player plays at a low level. So at this point, players are already established. It's not necessarily a Smurf scenario. It's like you have a high-level player, low-level player being thrown into a, a randomly placed match, right? Um, right. The lower skill level of players that he's playing, he gets handicapped in some way. Uh, that would give an element of challenge for high level and best chance of winning for a low level. So interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know of anything off the top of my head where, that there's any kind of notion like this. Um, I'll tell you that I've done this. I do this when I play Halo with some of my friends and Super Smash with some of my friends. Like I, I yeah. So there yeah. are settings in games to do this right. to handicap yourself, either starting at lower percent or lower health. But games that automatically do it, I'm trying to think. I believe there are some, but I can't think of them at the moment. But I do remember some games existing where you, the higher level you were, something was more difficult or whatever. I can't remember, though. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. I think that's sort of like a pre-skill-based matchmaking kind of concept, though. In what Right, because yeah. if the matchmaking is good enough, then the matches should be balanced regardless. Right. Um, but... A handicapping system is different and interesting as well. Some some board games actually do this, right? There's this whole issue of, like, the player going first having an imbalanced chance of winning. So a lot of games, like, the first player starts with less money or less actions or something for their, like, first turn of the game or whatever um, to balance out that inequality. Yeah. I, I'm thinking to myself that if there was a playlist in Halo, a social playlist that maybe rotated out every now once in a while, and you... It was communicated that this is how it works. So, like, hey, if you're ranked, I don't know what, diamond or higher, you're going to spawn with a plasma pistol. And uh, that's the only gun you're going to be able to use the whole game, right? Or something. Uh, right. Or it spawns you into, like, a, a like 6v3 or something, or right? Something. Or something, right. Like, yeah. Um, that could be interesting. I mean, there are tons of Rocket League YouTube videos of people doing these uneven matches. Exactly. And people love that was, kind of content. I was thinking that too. Like the the ones I've been li- liking recently are the been going through the Musty Cow, like one Grand Champ versus three Diamond or whatever, you know? Right. People love those kinds of videos. Yeah. And I think people like playing it too. Like I like playing, like I said before, I, I choose to uh, handicap myself because I find it more fun when playing with lower skilled friends or whatever right right is that the happy medium to like meet in the middle for these issues of like large range players playing together right yeah i mean i would imagine that for some of these things it i guess it's different per game like playing a 1v4 in rocket league is a different kind of a thing than playing halo with a plasma pistol but um right uh i i think i I don't know i i wonder if maybe i think some people would think that's cool that'd be cool of content Oh, I agree. So cool, cool answer, Derek and Louisa. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of people like Tucker Kraus um, on Instagram uh, responding that you know they don't think that there should be skilled matchmaking. I'm not. I consider myself decent, but not great. Sometimes you get slapped around. Sometimes you don't. Others saying like you know just get good, um, basically, and that it's an opportunity to learn, which I think is honestly for some players a valid perspective. Some players are looking to get better they're grinding to improve and so when they get placed against better players they see it as a learning opportunity try to do something i think it's just important to call out that that is a minority of players right like well that's also inherent to the skill-based matchmaking system like that will happen regardless yeah 
That's not like something that because you have random matchmaking and you get to play against someone really good all the time makes random matchmaking better. If you're even remotely improving in skill-based matchmaking, your hidden rank goes up, so you will play higher-ranked players in that same way. Yeah. So... Um, anyway, yeah. we're like almost to the end, so why don't we talk about the, Sm- the elephant in the room, Smurfy Durfs. Yeah, so Sinister 3v3 replied to this casual mode, and he said, I can't really think of any way considering smurfing is a thing. Like, I can't really think of any way to properly um, balance unranked game modes because of smurfing. In the end, smurfing always comes back to bite you in the butt. Um, And so we asked people, how do you prevent smurfs uh the the content we posted was uh, this fake story of a smurf ruining the day for a uh (laughs) ruining the day for uh, a new player now uh the first thing i want to say is william butlin from instagram others will know him as lynx potter from discord he's on rockawalla often he he replied saying three years ago when i was in silver three in rocket league I was playing doubles with my friend, and our opponents started freestyling on us. So basically, for people who don't play Rocket League, that's like doing these crazy shots, using insane mechanics, whatever. And we lost 12-0, he says. Then I deleted Rocket League for a month, and then after a, about a month of not playing, I re-downloaded it when my friend said he'd play with me again. And But uh, he said, I'm glad I did, because Rocket League is now my main game, and I play it like five hours a day. I love it, whatever. But he straight up huh. deleted the game for a month, right? Yeah. Um, because in our story, we, we were joking. We said, yeah, you know, the new player like doesn't think he should play anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's real. A lot of people will get whomped and be so discouraged that they don't play games anymore. And they maybe not always uninstall, but they'll drop out. I mean, I, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of trouble lately in ranked Valorant just because they didn't do a good job of distributing the player base initially. So now, like, even at the lowest ranks, you still get random, really fucking good people who definitely shouldn't be there. And so I, like, lose matches to, like, shit like that. And I'm just like, why am I even playing this game? And then I remind myself that it's in beta, so I don't actually have to care. But it's still very annoying. Yeah. Well, and again, this touches on Josh's initial feedback, right? Of, like, when players don't do good... It, could, it especially and so in this case of the twelve zero super whomping right that will got yeah uh, that's a the functional equivalent of no kills right in a Halo game right um, exactly and he he's out right so if yep. he doesn't have that friend who pulls him back in he maybe never submits a rock a wall clip it'd be super sad um, life is different. Some people, so one, Josh Berg replied, Josh.berg on Instagram said, I think a way you could get rid of Smurf accounts is by, I, and he says, I know this seems wrong for a company to do, but track their IP address and see if other high level accounts are playing from that same IP address. Um, so that's interesting. And um, I mean, there are a lot of ways around that, right? Well, sorry, was that all he said? Yeah, I mean, you know, some people replied to him saying, you know, that seems like an overly serious way amount overly uh, uh, too much tracking for the issue. Okay. First of all, that's stupid because they have your IP anyway, the second you connect to matchmaking. So come on people. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I figured to give that clarification. Um, yeah. So sorry. Fin- yeah. That's up. That's what was said yeah. there. So tracking IP is interesting. Although the problem with that is that generally when you connect to a matchmaking server you're connecting 
your, it's not always just your computer specific IP. It could be related to your, your gateway. There could be a lot of different things. And also some people have dynamic IPs. So their IP could change regularly. Um, and so that system, while it could work, would need to be very well hardened to make sure that it doesn't have any false positives or false negatives. Cause like, what if your brother plays on the same computer as you, right? And you both have your own account, right? Like, there's a lot of scenarios that just that doesn't work with, unfortunately. Because yep. I would love some system that you could just guarantee find Smurfs, my dude. Like, get me that right <laughs> now. And a lot of companies now have tried this two-factor authentication thing that I mentioned for Rainbow Six. Dota does it as well. You basically have to link it to a phone number. But there's just so many ways to c- create email addresses, phone numbers now. It's not hard to just, like, have this extra bullshit lying around to beat these systems if you really want to Smurf. Yep. Um. Uh, I am I'm not a pug says make them buy the game again I mean that's already happening right for a lot of games he's probably a Fortnite player so he might not have that perspective but Rocket League uh, games like that Rainbow Six all have smurfing problems and those are all games where you have to buy it again yeah uh, Gavin Milonis from Instagram says just ban him um, <laughs> yes uh, hell yes. yes I mean if you you definitely i know halo and halo 5 they started aggressively ban- banning smurf accounts because they got the algorithm yep. to a place where they could um catch it pretty fast um dota also did this they had a huge like announcement once where they banned like i think it was over a hundred thousand accounts holy or something. shit <laughs> yeah yeah but uh anyway that's that's definitely effective uh if 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 you can deduce if it. you can demonstrate that your method is effective and you actually do it then yeah oh forty thousand accounts were banned <laughs> for abusing matchmaking on february 12th 2020 damn that's crazy um yep t2z on instagram saying similar to what you said maybe do a scan to see if they have other related accounts with the same phone number or something like that um yeah, some th- this is like I said, just to call out. Some people did like Vine Tyler on Instagram say Smurfing isn't a big deal, bruh. It might even help your growth as a player. Again, we we kind of discussed that, but just to say, some people do have the notion yeah. that Smurfing is not a big deal. Yeah, mostly the people who Smurf. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair, Jerome Too Nice on Instagram says, I, you know, I use a Smurf to coach people. Um, yeah. What do you think about people who use it, let's say, in a what appears to be more noble way? Yeah, so we'll, we, we'll end with this discussion. This will be the last thing we talk about. Um, I have a friend who does a similar thing. He talked about how he uses his Smurf accounts to play with low-level players so that um, they get more of a chance to like play the game. But here's the issue with that. If you're using a Smurf account to coach players, does that mean that you are playing at a lower level? such that that game is balanced? Or does that mean that you're playing at your high level? Thus, those players are doing better anyway just because you're doing better in the game, so you're not actually effectively coaching them. If you want to coach a player as a higher level player, you should just watch their game. They should stream it to you or share their screen or whatever, and you should coach them by watching their perspective. Because playing with them does not help unless you go into a practice mode. Because you're playing with them in a game that's imbalanced for you, so you can't actually demonstrate the effective techniques that by doing them yourself because you already are like way ahead of the players in the game. Right. Um, well, and that's a, I, I think there's, there's potentially other issues too. I mean, in, in practice, how many times, um, 
does it not turn into a carry, right? Like, do you can can a right. person totally exactly really have the discipline to, in the event that you're down two goals, not just turn on the God mode, right, and and help carry right. your friend, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I that was what I said to my friend too, who said he did this in Dota. I was just like, look, he's like, I don't make the matches bad because like I play. I try. I don't try hard or whatever. It's like that's not what matters, right? It's your like ingrained reflexes and muscle memory and like strategy that you don't even think about that is going to make you play better than these other players, even if you're not quote unquote trying hard. Yeah, I think like in, in Halo, at least for me personally, I when I've played with lower level players on um, there was there, I this does I don't really do this too often. Actually, I don't. I haven't done it in a while. But when Halo Five first came out, we would go to my in-laws' house much more often, and I wasn't like my account wasn't signed in there and whatever. So I would like play a game, like a game or two, on one of my brother-in-law's accounts, right? And when we when yeah. we would be playing those games, um, uh, I was, I I I would have the like I wouldn't be trying as hard, but as soon as there is any notion of danger you know like the instincts kick in it's like you're saying right and it's not even that it's also like the rotations you do right like the the plays you make like even like in a moba like if you know that the right play here is to jungle for example or whatever uh right that doesn't mean you're gonna purposefully do something different i can't i don't know i don't really know anybody who's so disciplined about making sure they don't ruin the game that in the event that they have that instinct they just go mid you know or top lane or some shit right right like you go jungle (laughs) and maybe you don't click as sweaty (laughs) or something i don't know you know you don't right but yeah it's just in practice i don't think i don't think that holds up um no i don't think so either and i mean it's a hard problem to solve but like it, that is not an excuse that works for me, at least. Oh, I'm sorry. We we have to say one last thing because it was a big deal from Squid Max last time. And this, I think, All right. I want to hear your opinion on this. Uh, All right. The last This comment. is the last thing. So last time we talked about Fortnite implementing skill-based matchmaking into their casual modes. And it turns out that since yep. our episode came out, they actually removed skill-based matchmaking in I think I saw that. in squads. Yeah, so in the more than solos and duos for casual still has it, but squads does not. What do you think about that? I maybe okay. So here is my only theory on this. If you remove it from squads, I would say the only reason that makes sense is because for a game like Fortnite, for a Battle Royale, it is almost impossible to balance a squad match where people are playing with their, like, low-ranked friends, right? Like, if you have tons of high-ranked people playing with low-ranked people and mid-ranked people playing with high-ranked people, like, how are you going to create a balanced match from that? Even with their player base, it might still be difficult to be able to, like, algorithmically calculate a balanced match in that scenario. When it's free-for-all, it's way easier. But in squads, when you have to, like, think about relative ranks, I think it could be really hard to the point where maybe... The system wasn't working as well as they thought it was, or as they were hoping it would. Well, and so Squid.Max said that, in his opinion, also, um, the public, the perception from the player base was a really positive one. Like, oh, Epic, listen to us. This is way better. This is more fun. And... um, so maybe it's a it's a combination of the two, right? Like they the player the the fan feedback was negative. They it was too sweaty. They look at the data. They see they observe what kind of you're saying. This is my theory as well. This is a theory that they 
they see the data and squads is the one that's hardest to balance arguably you could another way of saying it is that where skill based matchmaking might mean make the least amount of difference um amongst the other options and uh they are like you know what this will help player the player perception that we're listening and that there's this mode for them whatever and squid.max said that he's been enjoying it he said it's 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 been much more enjoyable than the it's less sweaty etc so um yeah it's really interesting and and once again it'll be a while before i think people would know like yeah and i'm just i just read an article on it while you were talking and it was this article was super biased and was like yeah the hardcore players hated skill-based matchmaking now they get matched against people who don't build and they're super happy about it because they just get to like murder these people like yeah, yeah nobody like, nobody's writing an that, article from their point of view with a straight face right like what the hell i don't know anyway yeah just that people will never be happy until they're the high they're always winning and that can never happen in a balanced system so players can never really be happy is the problem the cognitive bias of confirmation the cognitive bias confirmation bias skylar mentioned it before but it's really true and i we would, I think, we would challenge people who are listening to this and maybe disagree, you know, not wanting skill-based matchmaking or something, or trying where they they're jumping to conclusions that they think of reaffirm what they think. Confirmation bias: the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. Uh, definitely check out our cognitive bias episodes for which more. there's more there's more coming and this next time by the way I'm not necessarily next week we're, we're working on scheduling but next time we're gonna have some legit. Uh, academic minds Special with guests. us. Yes. Uh, anyway, so get get Check excited. So I think that's that's. So good, where can right? people find us? You can find us at the our website koalaentertainment.com has links to all our social media to YouTube. But our the best place to find us to talk to us and hang out with us in the community is Discord. The easiest way yeah. is to find us on one of our social media sites or our website and just. Click the link in our bio. You can get to our Discord that way. Um, Twitter is at koala underscore ENT. Same for Instagram, uh, TikTok, etc. Our YouTube's up. We are now um, posting some of the video content that we've we've been posting to Instagram, but there's also new exclusive YouTube content on the way. Um, cool. Come check it out, guys. And uh, we please support with some sweet merch you can find the merch at our store on koqualentertainment.com uh check it out let us know what you want from merch what designs you want what kind of stuff yeah. very nice the merch is sweet buy that shit comfortable as fuck too no, no, no big yeah deal. Ver- right on okay <laughs> all right hasta la vista see you guys next time. until next time bye